You walked right. up to me. Your hands were by your side. You were like this stiff little plank of wood. And you came out and you said, I know that we need to get connected. And I want to be the one who comes out and reconnects with you first instead of you coming in and connecting with me. Got but it. I don't want to be connected with you at all. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how these stupid secure marriage tools actually work. Yeah, this one is, (laughs) again, more of our personal lives out there. I don't know why we do this on a podcast, but we do, so... You ready for this one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Uh, here's the question for the day, darling. Okay. Um, this is written into our email um, from a wife. It okay. says, and this is to you actually, Co- oh. so it's All right. talking to you. My question is about repair after a fight or conflict. Typically, when my husband and I fight, it takes much longer for me to feel ready to reconnect than it does for him. I know that certain things, physical touch, saying I love you, etc., would probably help with the process of reconnecting, but I don't feel ready as quickly as he does. When he tells me he loves me or tries to kiss me, etc., I don't want to meet him there. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. Do you have any feelings about this, my love? (laughs) That's so funny. Yes. Why is it so funny? Because, well, that was like... um... Last Tuesday. (laughs) for us <laughs> a little bit tell the story okay so but make me look good make you look good well <laughs> even though it's gonna I, be hard I, I can't remember what started it we had a some kind of a disagreement about something and you hurt my feelings yeah we were in the kitchen and you were mad yes i was really mad. really angry and mad and so much so that Mad. I that I felt the the switch flip, yep. and I was cognizant enough to be able to say, "I'm really angry. I have to walk away right now because I'll say something that I don't want to say." You actually used the words, "I'm in my survival brain." Did I? You see? did. And and um and and I was like, I just have to get out of here. Yeah. So I can calm down. Yeah. And. I guess probably telling you I was in my survival brain was fantastic. Yes, because, very helpful. Um, that at least you knew I wasn't running away because I didn't want to engage. Yeah. I went into the bedroom and I was just, I, I was so, I, I remember just being so over the top angry. Yeah. And I started to come back out to just, let you have why I was angry. And I was like, no, I I can't do that. I, some little bit of me knew that I was in my survival brain and yeah. needed to not. So I sat on the bed and I was just so mad. And I, I don't know if the flip switched or what, but all of this work that we do and all the things that we share popped into my head, which was making me even more mad, but really made me like, just, it was like, okay, fine. Yes, it did make me mad. I don't want to use these tools that we're teaching people. Yes. I want to just be pissed off. And, and I realized I, in my mind, I was like, 
I don't want to be fighting with my husband. No. I don't want to be disconnected. But damn, I don't want to go out there and tell him. Yeah. But I knew that and then my heart started pounding. And when my heart pounds, that means I need to do something that I don't want to do. Yeah. So I got up and I stomped all the way through the living room to where Paul was at the, doing something at the front door. And, and it wasn't just like a stomp, like I mad stomp. It was a fine, 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 fine. <laughs> That's exactly, I wish everyone could be in the room when she did that, because that's exactly how it was. The really stupid part, the really stupid part is in my mind, mm. I was laughing at myself because I was like, you look so ridiculous yep. right now, <laughs> but I was still so mad. Yep. Oh and my I, gosh. And I got out here and I don't remember exactly what I said to you because obviously I was still not quite. You right. walked up to me, your hands were by your side. You were like this stiff little plank of wood and you came out and you said, I know that we need to get connected and I want to be the one who comes out and reconnects with you first instead of you coming in and connecting with me. I but I don't want to be connected with you at all. I don't remember saying something quite like, like that. that, but it was, I know this is what I need to do yep. and I don't want to do it, but I know that this is important and I know it helps me. And So fine, here's a damn hug. <laughs> <laughs> and you reached out and you gave me a hug. I did. Now, the other <sighs> thing was, and I told you, I said, and I already had it planned out that if you came into the bedroom to try to connect with me first, I was going to tell you, go away. I'm doing it first. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is so funny. I think that's the first time in our entire marriage that I have been in my survival brain and still had somehow... Meta-awareness is the term. Okay. You were aware of what was happening while it was happening to you. And I, and I needed to be the one yep. to take the step forward. Yep. I will tell you, that is not easy for me, but I knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And I could not live with myself sitting in the bedroom, being mad at you, waiting for you to come and make it right. Mm. I knew I needed to do it. Oh, and it was so hard. But it yes. was so cathartic. Talk like, to me about what happened afterwards. So you stomp, 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 stomp. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. Here's your hug. And you gave me a hug. And I then did. what happened? And then I just lost it. Yes. Then that's when, here's my, I haven't used this terminology okay. in a while, but it was like butter melting yep. over me. The, I, and I think that's when my survival brain turns off and I start to come back to yeah. my rational brain. And it just, it's just like, it's like butter melting all down me. I feel it starting from the top, yeah. just this sense of um, yeah. relaxation or I, I don't, it has to be chemical release yeah. or something that it's just washes, washes through me. Yep. At that point, it really didn't matter yeah. what had we happened arguing about what had yes it didn't matter at that point it was like whatever it was it was probably just little yeah and this us being connected is way more important to me yeah and um it, we've had moments where i've said sorry first and that kind of thing i don't think in our 30 nearly in 11 days 30 years of marriage yes um plus our years prior to marriage that I have ever experienced anything like that before. Yeah. Um, 
maybe I have been really angry and known that I probably should be the one to go say sorry or to start first, but didn't have the capacity or ability to do it because I was just too tipped over into the survival brain side. Yeah. This time I was fully survival brain. Yeah. Like you probably expected this to last for couple hours a couple of hours because i was over really over the top yeah and when i get into that spot it's really difficult to get me out of it so um yeah that was just an an amazing like what the heck just happened i hope it's not a one-time deal (laughs) it isn't a one-time deal it's actually the first of a new way to live because you've now been able to experience being in your survival brain while at the same time it's like the camera's pulled back and you're watching what you're doing while you're in your survival brain you recognize you're sitting on the bed you recognize you should go out and get reconnected you recognize all the physiological feelings you're having you're aware of all of that and you aren't operating in your survival brain autopilot, which says, and I'm going to do all these bad behaviors because I'm pissed off at my husband. I'm going to choose good behaviors, even though everything inside my brain says that's going to end up bad for me or that's not going to help. Right. And ironically, when you listen to those good parts of your brain and do the things that we know actually make the marriage better, it actually worked. Yeah. You actually do feel better. We get reconnected quickly. Yes. 30 seconds. We have a lovely rest of the day together. Right. And and <clears throat> here's and here we were talking about this. This is just a little bunny trail, but this is how how we know, you and yeah. I know that we have reconnected. Yeah. And that we have resolved things because when we talk about it the next day, the day yeah. after we can't remember what exactly it was that the yeah. the fight was of actually about. Yeah. That's when you know that you have resolved and reconnected because you don't hold on to that. It, you it's just it's not a part of yeah. the story anymore. Yep. So I absolutely relate to this gal um for because I'm a highly sensitive person. Yep. Um that's just one element that you can add to when you go into your survival brain and then you're a highly sensitive person. It takes time for my body to settle down and be able to actually physically connect or just be in proximity to someone because I am so overwhelmed by senses every sense possible. And so for, for years and years and years, you would try to reconnect with me just by holding hands and it was physically painful. And And I don't think we didn't know I was highly sensitive and you probably couldn't figure out. You've probably just felt like that was rejection that I didn't want to. I didn't want to touch you or be near you or kiss you or hug you. What I didn't understand is how even though it's painful, how healing it is. And I'm learning that Mm. I have learned that I'm continually learning that because it's still hard. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have understood that sooner, but you get to the, you, you get to where you're at when you get there. Yeah. You understand how hard it is for her. You've spent many, many years in that exact same place. Yes. And it is still a good and healthy thing for your marriage to learn how to not listen to 
that survival brain message, which says stay disconnected. Right. Keep that distance and try, just try once or twice. Right. This other idea of initiating connection and contact and see how it works out. And, and a few things to do that will be helpful. I would say the first thing to do is when you're in a situation with your husband and you're having a fight and he's ready to connect and you're still not ready for that, yep. it is okay to say, I want to be connected to you. I see that you want to be connected to me. I'm not ready yet. Yep. Um, give me five minutes. Yep. Give me 10 minutes. That's a really good thing. So that your husband is not just left with thinking that you just don't want anything to yeah. do with him. Yeah. That's really important. We talk about this a lot, um, that talking about the process is important. Talking about what you're feeling and thinking, that's super important. Not easy. No. Because I can think of times where I would have wanted to say those things and I could not get my mouth to move to yeah. save my life. So yeah. I get it. If you want to try that physical connection, I think there's could be a fear of like, I might try, my husband wants to physically hug or, or you know, hold hands or whatever. And if I try, I'm not going to have, I, I'm going to be trapped there. I guess that would be like, if I try and it, and I'm not feeling it or it's making me even more comfortable, it's putting me in my survival um, brain even more, but I can't get away now because my husband's locked me into this hug. It's okay to go into it saying, this is uncomfortable for me. I'd like to try connecting with you physically, holding hands, hugging, but I'm not sure how it's what it's going to do for yeah. me. Can I just try and then be able to step away if I need to? I think good. that's a, a really good um, option to, to try. But really, you have to try. Yeah, You have to. It's scary and it's hard and it's uncomfortable. One of the reasons why it makes us so hard is... <clears throat> We tend to think in black and white terms. This person hurt me. They oh, are a yes. bad person. Why would I ever want to be close to or vulnerable with someone who has hurt me? Yes. Uh, and I think I'll add to that. Mm -hmm. Mine was always like, you hurt me. So how can you, how can the, you yeah. hurt me. Well, yeah. I can't, if you, if you hug me that, or if I hug you or let you hug me, that means that you didn't hurt me in some yeah. way. You didn't. <clears throat> it's it's like I'm just pretending like you didn't hurt me. And it's really difficult to rationalize or understand the idea that the person who who hurt you can also be the person who can help heal you. And that is hard to accept yes, in marriage. For sure. But that's the reality is I know that I've hurt you many, many times. And as long as I can demonstrate repentant repentance, contriteness, self-awareness. As long as I take responsibility for that, I can also provide comfort and healing. Right. And that's hard for people's brains to get wrapped around. Yes. But that is the nature of marriage. It, it, it's kind of, it's like, I don't want to let you off the hook. There. Congratulations. You've just identified the core reason why this is hard for most people. Yes. If I stay mad at you, I'm keeping you on the hook. I am yes. reminding you of how bad you are. Unfortunately, that never works. No, it doesn't. All it does is it triggers someone else's survival brain. They get defensive. And they it, don't want to be continually accused right. of being a bad person. And it keeps you disconnected. And that is the downward spiral of 
every marriage conflict. Right. Well, and even if you don't say that out loud, even if you just withhold yourself because like you would offer me comfort and I'd be like, because I didn't understand that you hurt me, you can help heal me. Yeah. And, um, and I, in my mind, I could not figure out, I just could not make the connection between that. And I, it was like, you hurt me, but if I give in to letting you take care of me, that means that, that I'm saying that it's okay. You did what you did. And yeah. I just could not make sense of that. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that at all. It doesn't mean that at all. It doesn't. It only means that if you have not shown sorrow and contriteness and, and understanding yeah. and all of those things. But, um, man, it's tricky. It's hard. It is it's understandable. And yet, you've practiced this. This isn't yes. theory. This isn't coming out of a book. This no. isn't just an idea. We are living what we are preaching here yes. on Secure Marriage. Gosh the darn tools, it. <laughs> <laughs> the tools that we are offering other people are the tools that we use on a daily yes, basis. Yes, they are. And they actually work. They do. They work beautifully. They work quickly. They work deeply. Yes, because that fight could have been yeah. a half day full yeah. day kind of thing yeah I, you wouldn't have let it go that no. long but um it was 15 minutes if that if that yeah if that yeah and we were truly sorrow deep yeah. emotional connectedness yeah yeah so again if you're listening to this podcast dear listener at the moment and going yeah, that works for you, but it's not going to work for me. We want you to hear that we're coming up on 11 days from our 30th anniversary. It might be 10 <clears> days now. It's been a while for us to continue to practice getting good at these things. Right. Now, you don't have to wait 30 days because if we would have learned these tools. Years. Oh, yeah, 30 years. If we would have learned these tools at year three or year oh, five, my gosh. imagine how good our marriage would be now. Wow, yeah. it would be just... Yeah, so these tools work for anyone in any stage of their marriage. Yeah. If you're early in the marriage, you actually have less baggage to kind of get out of the way. If you're late in the marriage, you have a little bit more work to do, right. but it is still doable. Yes. It is still doable. Absolutely. And it is lovely and fun to watch happen. And the tools that Shannon's practicing and using right here, right now, are in all of our programs. So whether that's the six secrets program or the relationship roadmap program and sprinkled throughout all of our podcasts, every podcast, you're going to hear this. And, and again, it's not just Shannon's responsibility. I get to practice as well. Sometimes I'm the one who has to come stomping in. Fine, 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 fine. Here's your stupid hug. You very rarely stomp. Fine, 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 fine. That's all me. We both have to practice these tools. And when we both practice them, now it's actually a race to see who can outserve each other, who can outlove each other. And because of that, our marriage has gotten better and better. I love right. you more today. Well, we love each other more today than the day we got married. And, and even gonna, more than two days ago. And even more than two days ago. <laughs> Honey, I'm proud of you. I'm Thank so, you. it was so fun to watch you do that. In fact, I was just laughing at you while you were hugging you me. Were, and you, you were you, laughing too. Yes, I was. It was it was cute and funny and and beautiful. It was beautiful to see you do this. And we had both had tears yeah. and we both genuinely apologized afterwards. And then we had a beautiful day. 
Right. This is available to everyone out there. It really, really is. We want you to um, have hope for a marriage that's just going to um, get better and better. Yeah. So if you would like some of these tools, um, securemarriage.com. And there's a whole list of tools for couples. There's tools for husbands. Um, there's free resources. There's all sorts of goodies on there yeah. that, that will make your marriage better. But um, thank you, honey, for being an awesome wife. <laughs> You're the best. Thanks for loving me through all my bags of crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> Both ways there, darling. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. All righty. Goodbye. Bye-bye.